Good day to you. So we want to look at Matthew chapter 11, verses 25 through 30 for just a few minutes. But first, I want to look at what led up to those verses. We're still going to be in Matthew chapter 11. But first, we want to look at the fact that uh, Jesus is responding to John's disciples. They come and they ask him if he's the one, basically. And this is in verses 4 through 6. And he answers, Go and tell John the things which you hear and see. The blind see and the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up and the poor have the gospel preached to them. Blessed is he who is not offended because of me. Then Jesus talks to the crowd of John the Baptist and tells them he was Elijah sent to prepare the way. Now notice in those verses above, he was telling them basically, yeah, he's the Messiah. He's the one. So then he says, you know, he's talking to the crowd who obviously were there. And he's telling them that John the Baptist was Elijah sent to prepare the way. So the Lord makes a comparison of what that generation thought and how some never accepted either John's more primitive and loud and maybe even antisocial ways, or the Lord's more social and sort of gentle and accommodating ways. Okay, Neither were satisfactory to a good portion of the Jews. These men, both John the Baptist and Jesus, just were not what these folks were looking for. Yet, they were... Again, John the Baptist and Jesus, they were what was prophesied. Jesus was telling them he was the Messiah, and John was Elijah who came before. Next, he warned the cities in which he had done great works and how they were unrepentant. He warns them of judgment to come and makes the comparison that Sodom, a famously wicked city, would have repented if he had done those works there. Now we get to our verses that we want to look at. Matthew chapter 11, verses 25 through 30. Verse 25 and 26 first. At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and have revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight. Now, in verse 25, other translations simply say that the Lord said or the Lord declared, because there was no question put to him. Just as an example, this is just a statement from the Lord. There really wasn't a question there. Nonetheless, these statements are made in regards to his disciples, which includes us. We are his disciples today. We are not considered by society or the world, to be wise or learned, you know, or scholarly as the word, the word that was translated prudent means, um, you know, it, prudent is not a word we use as much today, and the meaning may not be exactly the same as it was, but in this case, what they meant was wise or learned or scholarly or intelligent even. Instead, We are considered as babes, simple and innocent, 
to the world. We are misguided children for believing in the Lord, and they they look at us like we are we're foolish. We're foolish to them. You know, when people say we are foolish or uneducated or other things like that, that we're backwards or whatever, be aware that God uses the foolish to confound the wise. Now, this is stated in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 1, I believe, where Paul mentions this. But remember that they think they are wise and they think we are foolish. So this is there's a little sarcasm in these statements, okay? <laughs> Just so you understand. A little sarcasm here that because we are not, you know, the world has most of these things backwards. They think they are wise, but they are not. And it is plain for us to see that they are not wise. It is actually they who have a lack of understanding of spiritual things. But moving on, verse 27, All things, this is Jesus continuing, All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father. Nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Now, in this verse, Jesus notes that the Father has delivered all things to him. And I'm, I'm going to try to summon this up a little bit. And that no one knows him or the Father except, now I put in quotes here, like the one. Okay? Most likely, this should be translated more as um, anyone or those, meaning more than, it's more than just one person. Because the way this was translated makes it sound like Jesus only tells one person. You know, so it really should read more like uh, no one knows him or the father except those or anyone that the Lord chooses. So when it says, nor does anyone know the father except the son and the one to whom the son reveals uh, wills to reveal him. I'm just saying that there in that case, instead of the one, it should be and those whom the Son wills to reveal him, or those who the Lord chooses to reveal this to. I know, I'm saying that a lot just to get that one point across, but it sounds to me when I read this like there's just one person in the world, and yet other translations don't have that exactly like that. So anyway, now, who does the Lord choose? Who does the Lord will to reveal himself and the Father to? Well, those who come to him, right? Of course, those who come to him, those who seek the Lord. And we're going to read the next three verses, 28 through 30. And Jesus continues and says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. The Lord tells us to come to him with our burdens, with our problems, with our troubles and issues. Those of us who are working and straining and struggling and drudging through this life, you know, it evokes the image of us just being loaded down with cares of both physical and emotional and spiritual natures, you know, just being loaded down with problems and things. We're, we're tired of slogging on in this life, and we're exhausted with no joy or hope. 
or help. But then Jesus is there. And notice his yoke he offers. Now, let me explain a little bit of something about yokes, just in case. Most, most people probably know this, but just in case. They yoke oxen together, like two oxen, to get the work done better and faster. They can haul more of a load without overworking the animals. And it also keeps them, the yoke keeps them in sync with one another. The more experienced of the two is usually the more dominant and sets the example. And a lot of times will have uh, a calming effect on the younger, inexperienced one. And by setting that example, the, the younger one or the inexperienced one can learn from the other one. So in essence, the Lord wants to share in our burden of life. He is offering to be our example and help carry our burden or pull our load. Where he says he is gentle. He is gentle and kind and considerate. And that's where he says he's gentle, he's kind and considerate. And when he's lowly in heart, he's offering to be our humble, unpretentious God, understanding the issues we face in this life. Now notice twice Jesus says he will give us the rest we need. The rest we need for our souls, our peace of mind, the refreshing of our spirit. The Lord offers his yoke where it says easy, it also means good, kind, benevolent. So you could say that his yoke is good and kind and benevolent. And his burden is light. And it means just what it means. It is not burdensome. It is a relief from our burdens. It is the opposite of burdensome. It is not heavy. It is light. The Lord offers all of this so we can continue in this life's journey. I felt the context of this was important because, you know, Jesus tells John's disciples first that he's the Messiah. Now, the multitudes are there, from what I can tell. And John was Elijah. He's telling them how so many do not accept him or the works he's done. Uh, they are missing the signs and do not realize he is the Messiah sent for them. He warns them of the judgment to come. Then he pleads with them. And he also pleads this with us. This is also for us. These verses. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May the Lord bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.